0: Henry and Dale, how do I even begin to describe the co-hosts of Easy
1: Mode? Dale is flawless. She has two PCs, and I heard she has a third she doesn't use.
0: I hear Henry's arms are insured for $10,000.
1: I hear Dale does Xbox commercials in Japan.
0: His favorite game is Valorant.
1: One time, she met Corp's husband on a plane. He told her she was pretty. One time, he punched me in the face. It was awesome. And welcome to the trendiest gaming podcast
0: out there. Easy mode. Yes. Welcome everybody. Uh, From that intro, y'all know Henry K, an icon, a legend, and I'm so lucky to have him as my friend. And those arms though,
1: gun show. And that's Delay Dale. (laughs) I wish she would punch me on the face, but she keeps saying no. And welcome to this week's episode of Easy Mode, everyone, where we're going to be talking about the trendiest things happening in gaming and what we think the trends are that are shaping the future of our gaming experience and gaming lives Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and speaking of the future uh I guess well what in two weeks it's actually next week that we fly out to uh TwitchCon San Diego uh and it's it's been announced actually that uh we will be speaking again on a panel so we're super super excited we have just a lot that we're looking forward to and in this episode there are things that we're going to be looking forward to uh, seeing potentially at TwitchCon as well.
1: Yeah, so this week's episode, as we said, is going to be about um, gaming trends and things in the gaming industry, things that are shaping the future of how games are going and how the user experience is going and um, we're going to be definitely keeping an eye out for those things when we're at yes. TwitchCon. So, if you want to know what those things are, make sure to keep listening to the rest of the episode. Follow us on socials. We'll be um, at TwitchCon. It is um, two weeks from now, so actually almost a... Uh, it's getting. So, I'm literally like the calendar. I'm scared. Um, so it's the seventh through the 9th. To so make sure to keep up with our socials, there we'll be um, posting a lot while we're there, and keep up to date with us and the whole con itself. Um, yes. But until then, so if
0: you do see us, if you do see us, come and say hello, get a photo with us. We want to. We want to meet you.
1: Yes, please do, please do. Um, but we'll get started with this week's episode. We've got a lot of fun things to share, a lot of fun trends to. Um, should we hop on the trend? Should we be up to date? Should these be things w- we're doing? You no, know Henry.
0: Let's become trendsetters.
1: By following the trends we're gonna tell you about on this week's episode. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing, Dale, that I actually like never thought about is how I really do all of my gaming, most of my gaming actually, um, on Steam. That's where I buy all my games. That's where I have um you know, when I want to play with friends, they're all on my Steam friends list. Um, But something that we're seeing as of late is that Steam is finally getting some competition. I, like, never thought yep. about how they really sort of had a unintentional monopoly on, like, the uh, PC gaming, um, like, ecosystem. They do.
0: No, it's actually funny that you say that because I have never actually seen you play a game that's not on Steam. So...
1: I know 100%. it's. I really do all my gaming there. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I like haven't played Fort is Fortnite. But just a fun fact: Steam is actually hosts forty seven percent of all published games. Wow! And um, in a thirty five like the gaming industry, gaming market, gaming industry is about thirty five billion dollars. Um, so oh when you're God. hosting forty seven percent of all published games on your platform, that's a nice amount of money. That's
0: that's a little more than nice i would say yes
1: i know it's uh, i would love that actually so steam uh, if you feel generous and
0: also you know how there's always steam sales i feel like there's a steam sale every single week yeah you know they're making more money from those sales they sales are. as well too so you know
1: so very pro- very profitable i'm sure but um, they, they really had first mover's advantage at the time they really were doing oh, something definitely. else um they were ahead of the curve and they still are ahead of the curve a lot um, but there are a few platforms that are now giving them competition, um, both, both, both of those being uh, GOG and Epic Games Store. Um, so GOG is like its own um, gaming is- ecosystem. They have a lot of games that uh, Steam and a few other things doesn't carry, like Witcher 3. Um, that's a, a big hmm. one they have on there. Um, and also their other like big like notoriety factor is that all games that they sell on the platform are DRM-free. Uh, What's DRM DRM is like a I don't know it's actually very Controversial I, I where's my acronym Um, It's very controversial DRM in the gaming for- Industry so uh, DRM Is a digital rights management so it's the way to Protect oh, copyrights okay. for digital media so none of the Games have copyrights um, Oh yeah So that is
0: controversial Okay yeah
1: so some people See DRM as like a big issue that violates Like the rights as a consumer that you should Get when you buy something Um, So basically like it means that Gamers can play games without Needing a platform to check if they Bought it legitimately or not And that's Mm -hmm. where uh, GOG Really is like different Than Steam Mm -hmm. Um, So I had never even heard of
0: them before GOG okay I feel like people aren't going to say GOG They're all going to say GOG GOG. Tell us if it's GOG They're going to say GOG I'm telling you right now I will be saying GOG not GOG Um,
1: But continue Add me on GOG I think that sounds good um, what'd
0: you say add me on add gog, me on GOG. yeah add me on gog here's my gog id
1: or your gog and I can id be like on gog <laughs> 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 um so yeah sort of controversial i think that's a pretty i don't know to me like thinking about like big picture that seems like a pretty big deal like when it comes to like gaming and industry for like mm-hmm. publishers for it's just wild to think about
0: it's actually very interesting kind of like business platform as well
1: yeah um,
0: but everything is controversial when it—not everything—but if it goes against the norm, then obviously yeah. there's going to be some controversy. I guess. But I guess we'll have to see it in practice to see the success or whatever um, issues may arise from it. So,
1: well, it's already being noted as a competitor for Steam. So, I'm definitely um, intrigued to see how it mm-hmm. continues to grow and develop, and how it's going to continue to stand out, perhaps in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, An epic being a competitor competitor right now is uh they've really stepped it up i will say epic has definitely stepped up their game because i've actually been playing a lot more on epic recently than i have on steam
1: yeah so epic games is another like big competitor for steam i think one of the biggest selling points is that it has fortnite um and then uh, it's the only platform that has it and then um Mm -hmm. i think epic games big angle currently is going to be to offer a lot of more exclusive titles um, yes, they're able to pull games from Steam that they've done in the past recently. Um, the Metro, the Metro Exodus uh, became an Epic Ek- Games exclusive a year after its release. Like, there's a lot of exclusivity, and that's sort of like the way Epic's going. And sort of, they're building this library of games that um, you have to go to them for. So, very, very interesting. Um, again, they do have great I games, will- so.
0: I'll also say something I like about Epic more than I like about Steam is it's so easy to see what games are free for you to have where like on Steam it feels like you gotta like search and just find filter if it's a little bit more difficult like yeah you can find them but like on Epic it's like this is the game of the week and then this is what you're gonna get next week and it just feels like oh I'm gonna keep coming back I I feel like also the UI of Epic is um more welcoming well that's what I was gonna say
1: I was like I feel like Steam could really use a UI um Overhaul. Major overhaul.
0: Definitely. Because, like, as a first-time gamer, when you log on to Steam, I'll tell you, like, all full transparency and honesty, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, what do you mean? Even to this, like, a couple weeks ago, I'm like, how do I redeem, a, <laughs> like, a stream key, you know? I didn't know the UI needs it. It was a bit of a challenge. And then, also, I like what you said about them uh, using more, like, exclusive game titles. Um, we mentioned this on a previous episode, like, a while ago, but they did revive... And bring life back to Fall Guys And Fall Guys I think is more successful now than it has Ever been before Agreed. Um, So yeah shout out to Epic for doing that uh,
1: Yeah Very very exciting so interesting to see I'm excited how things are going to play out for Steam What Steam's going to do to keep up with competitors Now that it does have some and to see how Epic Game Store it and um, GOG is going Gog. to continue Growing in the future
0: Can I say one thing before we go to my section yeah. um, Will people go GOG off Or GOG?
1: Probably not <laughs>
0: No, oh, well, we you don't know. You don't not, know. If you,
1: not if they hear you say that, I don't think.
0: No, well, then I guess no one's listening to this episode. <laughs> um, carrying on, we've previously covered this next section uh, all about, you know, like, microtransactions. Mm-hmm. How much did you spend on that? That was a whole episode. But there's new ways to pay for games, and that way is for, with either free-to-play or, like, subscription-based. And I think this is a really cool way, because, for example, with, like, um, the Game Pass, you just pay your one is it like monthly or like monthly. maybe they have like a one-time I think it's like a monthly subscription but then you have like a whole library of games that you can play you never have to worry about buying the physical copy of the game uh or even just like the one-time fee because some games like the price point is quite high uh we're looking at like minimum sixty dollars to start for a game where if you have a pass you have access to it and that and many other titles um so that's kind of the way of the This new trend that we're seeing And I'm quite for subscription stuff It's also a thing that you don't have to commit To something long term Like maybe you want to just play games for a month Or start up the subscription after you've um, You know When your life's uh, like a little bit less hectic I think that's great Because you don't actually feel the guilt Of I bought this game and I haven't actually played it Versus you know I don't have like the pass right now So I don't have to worry about it I'm I'm all for this
1: Um, I think I'm on the opposite, opposite side of the fence As you actually I would say, like, subscription service, I think I mentioned this slightly in that same episode, are so predatory to people who can't afford Mm -hmm. to buy a game full-time. And then, like, if you do have to end, you're left with nothing. Like, let's say you... Don't they save it? No, like...
0: What if you, like, re-get your subscription?
1: Yeah, but then, like, let's say you... Let's say I get a subscription service really to play, like, one or two games with my friends. Let's say I have the subscription service, like, whatever amount of months. Like, I could have paid, like, tenfold the game eventually if... I and my subscription service and ended up with nothing and I think that's I mean that's why no. they do it
0: no no and, and, and that's fair yeah. that's fair but I think you get more with a subscription yes. especially you if have you're to take the kind of person of who can't uh, you're indecisive mm-hmm. or you like to try exactly. a lot of different things yeah there's a, there's you know two sides to every coin yes. But I, I do like that you challenged me. Let, let us know. Uh do you agree with Dale or Henry?
1: I mean, um, listen, I have the, I have all the subscriptions. So
0: I, <laughs> I mean I don't I, so. well there you go.
1: Um uh, I have so many subscriptions. So I just um I mean I don't really have a choice um a lot of the time. Yeah. So um
0: I'll get really upset if a game is only available on the subscription service. Like that is when I'll I be like, it, yeah. this is drawing the line. No, 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 this is not okay. Um, but until then, I'm going to say, yay.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, it, it's good and bad, um, but I guess everything is. I don't know.
0: I just. Uh, and when, then also when I
1: when people when I think about companies trying to scheme us or whatever, I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm no, that's.
0: Ca- yeah. Would you say in an episode? You're like, that's capitalism, based. That's
1: capitalism. That's it capitalism. is. <laughs> that's what it is. That's why we're all on. Subscription <laughs> also, we're going to see service. a
0: lot. We're going to. Sorry. That's
1: why we're all on subscription services for everything. That's
0: <laughs> yeah. But no, guys. This is a little off topic, but check your monthly subscription services. See how much you're actually paying and are you using it? Because that's how they get you. They're like, oh, did we? For- did they forget to pay? And then you pay it and then bam, you're like locked in for another month. Um, I Do want to touch on a bit more on these free-to-play games? Free-to-play in quotations. We're going to see more rise of them. There's has big trend of more games being like an intro to play. You like it? I'm going to do more. I'm going to pay more. I'm going to uh, you know, buy the skin. This They're going to rope you and I think we're going to see a big surge more and then Reading in this article, uh, there is a trend more for free-to-play games. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be more monetization, so watch out for that. Um, Subscription is increasing, and so will in-game purchases and advertising. So, uh, and that's how they get you. You don't want to see the ads, you got to pay. You got to pay.
1: Yep, and then they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't make the more money. That was...
0: Exactly. No, exactly. Um. Tying into what I had just talked about with, like, subscription-based games, you don't have, like, a physical copy of it because Mm -hmm. when your subscription expires, like Henry said, you don't actually have anything to show for what you paid for. Uh, We're going to see a big surge in cloud gaming, which I think is really cool. Uh, For example, I was house-sitting for a week, so I was at my brother's place, and I wanted to log in and play the games that I had on my computer, and I just did that by going into my Steam and everything was in the cloud. Like, how cool is that? This whole cloud gaming. Um, It's also great for uh, those of us who may not like to have physical media or, um, you know, it takes up like a lot of like physical storage in person, Um, though there are some downsides to it. You know, you could have things like lost in the cloud, but that's relatively rare. Um, Games that are generally stored on physical media, they're limited by memory capacity and device capability uh, as are games that are bought online and downloaded. But um, Games that are hosted and played directly within a cloud are limited only by the cloud capacity and the bandwidth access. So there's a little, like, you, you know when you play, a, like, a Nintendo 64 game, you had to blow into the cartridge. Yeah. And sometimes the game wouldn't even work. You don't have to worry about cloud gaming.
1: Also, That's remember cool. we had, you have to, like, I don't know, my friend across the street that I grew up playing PlayStation with, I didn't have a PlayStation. She, we had to, like, mm-hmm. switch the memory cards out because our save file wasn't on one memory card. It was, on like, on one, the other.
0: I remember doing that, it's too. So funny. <laughs> by, uh, With the Wii and the, the GameCube, you're like, whoop, whoop
1: yeah the only reason i How think you- about um like having like especially like on my nintendo switch this is why i was like trying to be selective on i save it's like one day the internet's out what am i gonna do yeah. i gotta yeah. play whatever i have saved on that switch <laughs> 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 even if it's limited i, I gotta save the games I, bought, I love like a
0: little terabyte sd card for my my switch so i've downloaded stuff and then i have my cartridges too so
1: yeah Make sure you
0: have offline games available for one day when there's for the emergency in case of emergencies for the (laughs) emergency in case of emergencies. But yeah, that's uh, those are the trends we're seeing.
1: Yeah, Um, we're gonna see more. Definitely, something we're we are seeing a lot of is, um, I mean, this has been so popular, but I feel like it's just getting like more and bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's like remakes it remakes and like revivals of franchise like uh, franchises that have been very very popular. Uh, I mean, and maybe yeah. it's out there, maybe not. But I'm like, well, Final Fantasy uh, is getting some remakes. Um, I mean, obviously their games are continuing as well. Crash Bandicoot yep. as well. Um, Resident Evil has cl- gotten quite a few recently. Yes, quite also a. Quite don't a forget few. The Last
0: of Us yeah. uh, exactly. now on PlayStation Five. Didn't they have one on PlayStation Four? I feel like with every console, they need to remaster The Last of Us. Yeah, it is like Sony's like number one. Well, one of the top selling games.
1: Yeah. So it's just like these games and these characters that are just so, so, so good that we want to keep playing them over and over. How like everyone acts, asks Nintendo for, they're like, give us a Karina of Time on Wii. Give us a Karina of Time on Wii U. Give us a Karina of Time on Switch. Like just give it to us on every platform. <laughs> Um, yeah we
0: want it on every platform
1: so i mean we're seeing a lot of that we're seeing a lot of remakes we're seeing a lot of access to older libraries and catalogs so basically i mean like how we purchased skyrim on everything we're just repurchasing games we previously owned on our newer platforms just to continue having access to them um which is very profitable for, profitable for why a lot did of these you companies. have to call
0: us both out for Skyrim? because
1: i wasn't there. gonna just take the blame on my own for that one i wasn't gonna you do ha-
0: if the ship's going down you're, you're going me down, down with, with, with me baby
1: <laughs> Um, um,
0: I will, can I, before you go on, mm-hmm. I will say that I am excited to play the Dark Souls remake because I played the original and it was basically lag town. There was like coloring issues with like yeah. the, the screen, you know, so I'm excited for the one remake that I will be playing Dark Souls one remake.
1: You should play the Demon anyway. Souls remake too.
0: Oh, should I start with the original or just go straight to the remake?
1: Um, remake. Okay. Yeah. It's just, cool. I mean, yeah, it'll just be better. <laughs> um, better experience overall. <laughs> so, um, as opposite to, um remakes is remakes and like uh, franchises that are being rebooted um we are seeing a lot of change in newer games and in gaming audience so we are seeing a lot more um diverse um main characters in games protagonists antagonists um Bigger characters in games that are a bit more diverse, so we're seeing a lot of that with some of these bigger launches, especially in, like, that sort of, like, RPG adventure action game. You we were seeing a lot of that in there, and um, any yeah. sort of sort of story-driven game, we're seeing a lot more representation, which is so freaking great. Um, but we're also seeing a lot of uh, representation and change in the audience of people who are gamers. Um, so, a recent um, research was done, and it seems like they we're heading almost 45% of all gamers are female. And over, I think about, I think it's about 65% of all gamers are female who uh, specifically do mobile gaming. So we're approaching Mm -hmm. that sort of like bigger, bigger balance of like 50-50 split between um, male identifying, female identifying um, sort of uh, audience space, which is very, very exciting. I think in a lot of recent games and like obviously accessibility and the push for more representation across in gaming and in the gaming audience um, and games for those audience has grown a lot, and obviously the there is a demand because the market is responding. Um, yes, Animal Crossing was yeah. a huge, huge game that got a lot of uh, people into gaming, and that sort of started shifting a lot of times and inviting um more gender diverse um, female identifying people into the gaming world, which is so freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. We can't get enough of that. And now
0: we have that like what is it, Disney Dreamlight Valley? Yeah, I think I might be like I think I got the title wrong, but now that's like the new Animal Crossing. It's what they want from animal cross people are loving it so how freaking cool yeah that's you know it's funny that you said like uh females do play more on mobile gaming because the trend for mobile gaming um uh, we know that mobile gaming is the number one gaming um is the most uh it's apparent mostly with online casinos and female players because of the convenience of going mobile but it appeals to everybody and i was telling you before we started recording that like the way technology is advancing with every new phone that's coming out Mm -hmm. and uh each new generation like the new iphone the new samsung all like everything is basically like your high-end computer in the palm of your hand so obviously we're going to see a rise in mobile gaming and not even just that but like titles that you have on your pc or on your console can be available on your mobile and you can play that game like you play this anywhere like genshin you can play on mobile Uh, and then what did you say earlier like i think oh yeah i almost thought stardew
1: valley on like I had wanted to play it so much <laughs> that I almost bought it on my phone just so I could play it on the train mm-hmm. on my so, way to work. We
0: are going to see an even bigger rise in mobile gaming, especially when those game titles that we love so much to play on our consoles we maybe we may not be able to bring our consoles with us everywhere or, you know, have a, access to it. You can do it on the in the comfort of your phone. And and the thing about mobile gaming is anybody can do it. It's accessible to anybody who has a mobile device. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, you got to build that PC or you got to get that console. No, it's in the palm of my hand. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a little palm computer. Price so. point is usually how a lot, lot lower. It's usually what's a exciting? lot
1: lower as well.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I can. I just I'm going to have a confession to make on easy mode right now.
1: Oh, I'm
0: scared. I, <laughs> you're scared. <laughs> Mobile gaming got me through university through periods where I had to, like, get through, like, waiting in between, like, lectures and stuff. Oh, like, I would for just be sure. Sitting, and I was playing, like, puzzle games or I would – I had so many different, like, mobile games on my phone that I would play. And it was, like, a huge – but before I, like, built my PC and, like, really kind of sat down and got, like, like my stuff, like, my consoles. Yeah. Uh, mobile gaming is how I would spend time, <laughs> you know, like, the train to and from university, uh, on the bus, you know – Shout out to mobile gaming I know
1: Once they um, Once mobile gaming like it Started implementing that Like You only have five lives And you have to wait To recover them So you can keep playing later Or you can buy them more now As soon as that yeah. sort of model For the games came in I was like I'm out But yes Totally yeah, agree
0: That's when I tapped out I'm like well, I gotta pay to play Yeah I
1: was like I don't want to wait Why do I have to wait To keep wait. playing Candy Crush
0: But then you can buy The full game For this amount of money And then you have it on your phone <laughs> Or
1: you buy Or you so. do a subscription service Where you have unlimited lives That's
0: right See what did we tell you oh, Trends popping
1: um well everyone that is it for our episode today we um, are very excited so we're going to be going to twitchcon and as we said in our intro um so we're Mm going to be looking for all these things uh, for everything going on at twitchcon especially for the game launches to um, all the games we're going to try out all the games we're going to see um i'm intrigued to see you know if anything's changed from amsterdam to this from last year to this year and what we're going to see Um, that maybe has some of these identifying factors in there. Are we going to see competitive to Steam? Are we going to see games with some, like, diverse main characters that we haven't heard of or seen yet and get to try those out? Um, Or maybe some remakes. That'd be freaking cool.
0: Yeah. We're going to see something that we... They haven't advertised. There's going to be, like, some hidden gems for sure. And I'm really excited to speak with uh, developers because we had some really fun conversations, and I want to see how they are maybe anticipating these trends and um, how that also impacts the games that they're currently making and the games that they want to make in the future.
1: Yeah. Very, very exciting. Um, I freaking can't wait to check everything out and share it all with you guys. Um, yeah. But I think until then, that's going to be the end of this week's episode. So everyone, make sure to keep it easy.
0: Mode! Bye, Bye!
1: <laughs>